0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Killer Collab Podcast. My name is Tony D from Florida, Tony D. As always, right now, Chris Slato from Reaper Films behind me. I'm usually to your right. Now you're behind right. me. I know, I used to be to your left. Now i behind you. you. Used to be my far left. Yeah. Now yes. you're right behind me. I'm not sure. I can about turn that my that head. You there you are. Up. There's your head. Right, right, right,
1: yeah. right there. It's right. growing out of your shoulder.
0: Yep. It's like, I'm not sure Speaking about Speaking of heads, dang. There's a head standing on that table right there. That's weird. It's a good-looking head, though. It's yeah, a nah. very good-looking head. That's I, not... Uh, I, I wonder who that is. I'm just curious. It's very good-looking, though. Very striking young man. Um, <laughs> looked to... Used to own that head. Mr. Sean Donahue from Gator Blade. yo. 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 Now in the studio, we usually have you over the phone. With, yeah, I think it's is with this some my third, third. Third. The third
1: time. Third time.
0: Third. First time
1: went terrible. It was like, it was bad. It, you, I think you were still kind of setting up, and I think I was one of your first guests. Yeah. And then last time I thought it went pretty good. Yep. But this is the first time I'm actually in the, the, studio. In the
0: studio. In the studio. What a change. Driving in person. What, what a change. It, it was a commute long.
1: <laughs> uh, it was about an hour drive. That's probably why I
0: yeah. don't. just well, you pretty much I, live I an guys hour guys from everywhere. Yeah, he lives an hour from everything. Yeah. Like, like you, you, you want to go to Wawa? It's an hour. I don't
1: live an hour from me, though. Like, to me, I'm close to me. Yeah,
0: if, yeah. if you don't go sense. anywhere. If you don't go anywhere it's and have no. close to the woods. <laughs> and there's right. a golf course down the street. That's creepy. He's close to got. the woods and golf course. That's creepy. Where you, you live in, what? Ruskin? What, it's what? Ru-
1: Yeah, it's Ruskin, Florida. Ugh. <laughs>
0: it's like
1: a swamp. The armpit. It, of I the like, universe. I mean, honestly, when I first moved there, because I grew up in Miami, so I'm used to like. You know, busyness, commerce, people everywhere. And when I first moved there it was it was definitely a, a change. Yeah. Now I wouldn't want any of I like that there's nothing around, nobody around, it's quiet. I hate just people. I'm so, the opposite.
2: I yeah. grew up in Tampa, a big city and whatever, and when we moved out to Brooksville, I fucking hated it. Yeah, like,
1: see, I, I'd like that. I'd like. I hated having nowhere. to drive
2: like 40 minutes to get to the store.
1: That doesn't bother me, but I just like
2: it's so stupid.
1: Places like this, I just don't drive. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I want to get so far. It's like ah. that's not my get, get in my car, be there in three <laughs> minutes, get out, get my shit, go back home, and I'm done.
0: Yeah, I need short commutes. I, I need like under 30 minutes. It, mm-hmm. Like, I can't drive for, for a long period of time, or else I just like
2: I hate. Life. I need quiet.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, quiet is
1: more important to me than anything.
2: You yeah. got a pack of lunch to go somewhere, I'm out. <laughs> or, or, or just
0: a pack of food to sit in traffic. Or for an hour drive. That's just annoying. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. But well, but we had what was the event that we had recently, Sean? It was uh, Fourth of July. Uh,
2: Tony's
1: Buck Wild Bonanza. <laughs> and it consisted of Tony
2: <laughs> and,
1: and uh and, Leader, leader he was in Lederhosen. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And we uh-huh. had uh like some some Budweiser girls, and they did like a like a quartet right.
0: thing. Yeah, we did it. I was da, the, da, da, da. Uh,
1: the choreographer of it. Yeah. You and just, not a lot of people showed up. I think I think maybe Leto was there well, and a couple
0: people. Well, that, that was, was specific, That was specifically for you, so you can look up look up my skirt. So I was just I, wanted to make sure, you know, I, I wasn't really wearing anything underneath, so I wasn't wondering if you were just like just not saying anything or just enjoying the view. I wasn't sure. So I was just curious. No,
1: on the real though, uh, Tampa Bay Screams.
0: (laughs) Tampa Bay Screams. What what
1: happened? I'm wearing the the T-shirt. So it's a. If you're not familiar with it, it's a horror convention I started in 2016, and we just had our seventh. Um, and it went really well. I didn't have such a great time because I was I'm the guy who has to deal with all the, the BS that goes on behind the scenes, and there was there was just a couple situations. But
0: you need to hire a coordinator.
1: Yeah, I have talked to someone about that. So like so they just basically eat all the the crap and I just watch it go down. Yep. But um every year that's the thing. Every year is a learning process. It's like what went good, what didn't, what should we improve upon, you know. Um but the feedback I got from the people who went and a lot of the vendors, you know, they they said they, you know, it went good for
0: them, so that's what matters. It was definitely fun. It was definitely a good time. Uh, we did a show from there. Um, it was we, actually the last show that we posted was uh, nope. The one before that was on there uh, from Screen. We had pretty good guests from there. We just pulled people from the um, what are they from called? Round. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think we pulled uh, Carl, Sushi. Um, what was her name? The other young lady's name? I
2: don't know. Um, Nicola. Nicola. Nicole, Dustin Hubbard, Chris Woods. Yep. So, uh, pretty good. I think that was it. Yeah. You're right. just
1: like. You were just doing the show and like, hey you, hey. yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, I, I think you tried me. to do that with me, and I wasn't, ch- and I was like, I just don't have the time right,
0: right now. I went around just to ask people yeah. if they wanted to do it. But it was definitely a good time. Um, then we but, all
2: got COVID. Woohoo! Yeah, yeah let's not talk COVID. about that. Chris got COVID, so he... so did
1: I. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah a lot but of like a good 10, 15 people that I know of got it. Yeah, um, I'm surprised I
2: didn't get it. I know,
1: I am too. It was weird because I mean, some people that were in contact with the people that they did, they just got lucky, you know, um, Mm. and that was my first time getting it. And how did it feel? Really? Not that bad. I mean, you know, it wasn't like an enjoyable time, but I think I was more worried about it and it was literally a three-day cold.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was just a really bad cold. You're vaccinated. Are you? Yeah. 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 So,
1: you know, had I not been, I don't know what it'd been like, but, uh, supposedly now I'm good for nine
0: months. Yeah, I got it last year, and I had one rough night.
1: Oh, so you actually caught it too? Oh yeah,
0: last year. You probably um, got
1: that's the like the worst variant I think was going around last
0: year. Yeah, um, I just got the really bad chills. Like I could no matter what. Were I they multiplying?
2: That.
0: Yes, let age yourself a little bit. Um, <laughs> but <yeah. laughs> I'm John Travolta. Anyway, um, so. Like, the chills you just could not get rid of. Like, no no matter how many blankets you put on something, you could not get warm. Like, it was brutal. I I had that for one night, and that usually
1: signifies that I have a fever. So I I got up at 3 a.m., and I took a couple Tylenol, and I just put my robe on. I got it on the sheets, and I I just, you know,
2: worked it out.
1: Did you get the chills at all? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Body aches. Oh, yeah. Fever.
2: The the worst symptom for me was,
1: like, I just pressure in my sinuses, yeah, my yeah. head, it yeah. which, it, which led to like headache. Mm-hmm. It was like I had a hangover headache, but I hadn't had anything to drink and it was just
0: weird. Yeah, but I'm exactly glad it's over, thing. you know, and I, you know, obviously I survived. Yeah. yeah. Aside from the yeah. chills, I just got weak. Like after yeah. that, I was just weak. I, I like, I did not feel like doing any anything. That like, yeah, yeah, I, mean, I'm, I'm and... I mean, I
1: feel completely 100% back to normal now. Yeah. Mean, oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm like nothing like it didn't happen. Yeah. yeah I was out of work yeah. for like five days, but Checking that was my fault
2: because I got to take a you know, we're leaving our cruise Friday. I got to take a test. COVID You'll be test negative. Thursday.
1: So that that was one and weird like, thing. So I got it on like Tuesday and then, you know, I tested myself when it came up positive. So then by like Thursday, I felt fine. Like I just, you know, so then Sunday I tested myself because I had to go to work on Monday and I was still positive. I'm like, and I, it scared me because I was, you know, I'm like, well, I feel like I feel now and I'm still positive. Yeah, but then I think I think I tested myself then on Tuesday and then it was negative. So, and I think that's mm-hmm. how it spreads a lot is people think, oh, I'm fine now.
0: That, yeah. You know. Yep. Well, that's what it's most contagious. Like yeah. I'm great I'm gonna like I feel fine. I'm still positive, but I'm gonna go out. Oh, exactly. You know, so that's great. when you know it spreads. What's weird
2: is my girlfriend was sick too. We were both sick, and she tested negative. I tested positive. Mm-hmm. So I, mean, I, I think, think I think sushi like her. sushi.
1: Remember, she like was close. to think she she was a, I think she kept testing negative, but I think she got it, man. Yeah. She was around all of us. I think she needs to eat meat. I think that's what it is. <laughs> She's just
2: sick because she doesn't eat meat. Yeah. I'm well, i, I have no Vitamin B12, man. No energy. Yeah, eat a steak.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I, I can't understand vegetarians or vegans. Like, I don't I, How do they do that? How do they survive? How do they get the nutrients I don't to just find function? find different
2: things
1: to eat? My, my stepmother is a vegetarian. You know, I lived there from age 12 to 18. And, uh, you know, I'm not a vegetarian. My dad's not. And she finds a variety of stuff to eat. You know, she makes it work. And, uh, you know, some people, that's their thing, you
0: know. Mm-hmm. And if I don't you know how to do it. So what what movies you got working on right now? Are you working on something else? You got a going uh, so, out? Yeah. So, well, recently
1: we had a documentary come out that I made, Blood, Guts, and Sunshine. And uh, this is the Indiegogo release. We, we're having a release through Vinegar Syndrome. It's putting out a physical, um, and it's also streaming on Troma Now. Um, uh, do you have a link for sales for the DVD or? Uh, I mean, it, uh, if you go on Amazon, you can buy the DVD. You can't buy the you can't buy the Blu-ray because Vinegar Syndrome's putting it out. But if you go on Amazon and just type in "Blood Gusts and Sunshine" uh, documentary, you'll you'll find the, the link to buy the DVD. Or if you have, like I said, if you have Troma Now, you can stream it. All right,
0: um, I'll, I'll put the link in the description.
1: Yeah, so um, and this went really well. I was really happy with the result and the feedback that we got. We won uh, best documentary at T Buff here in Tampa, and uh, I think it's one of the best things I've put together since I've been been doing this. So uh, you know, I'm, I'm really happy about N- that.
0: Now is it full of featurettes? Uh, the documentary? Um, is it, it- I
1: mean, it's it's it, the doc's about two hours, and then we got uh, the Satan's Children panel. So Satan's Children. Is a horror movie that was made here in Tampa in the mid '70s. So we had some of the actors from that at Tampa Bay Screams. They did a panel discussion, so that's on here. Um, we got the Grindhouse Video uh, tour, which Grindhouse Video was a video store here in Tampa that sold DVDs, Blu-rays, VHS. They're not here anymore, but there's there, you know, it's in the documentary. Yep. Um, and then uh, Scott Tepperman, which is one of the interviewees we had. He's got his Home video store that he's created in his house. It's all old VHS. It's really cool. So he takes you through there, um, and then we just have a bunch of uh, movie trailers from some of the movies we talked about.
2: In the home doc. video store? Like does he rent? Videos well, He doesn't out? rent it
1: to people, but it, uh, it's set up like he's got, you know, a kiosk and a computer, and it's like well, it's like '80s, so it's like a, you know, old right. school computers, and it's all everything you remember going to the video store in the '80s. Yeah, it, it's badass. So... Um, so, yeah, so that's that. And more recently, I um, well, I worked on Chris Leto's movie, The Cheerleader Sleepover Slaughter, and that's going to be you know, released soon. I just watched it. Um, cool. And then he's got a new one coming up. We're going to be working on. And then I shot a movie where I, I directed a movie um, <laughs> called Satan Lives the Rise of the Illuminati Hotties. And, uh, Is that the one the, I'm in, too? You're, Yep, you're in it. Okay. Um, Chris Lados in it, too. Mr.
2: Pizza Man.
1: Right, right. Um, <laughs> so that's in that? that's in post right now. So me and uh, Chris Woods are, are working on it. We actually cut the trailer this past weekend,
0: so I'm going to be doing an Indiegogo for that pretty soon. Very nice. So, very nice. Yeah, I, I didn't see the whole script on that, so I really don't know what it's about. Well, <laughs> the script was really short, so you probably didn't see Sean
2: not know what it's about.
0: No, and so it's... <laughs> What was that, 23 pages? So, (laughs) yeah, I think
1: it was about that. So the movie, originally when I wrote it, it was just called Satan Lives, and I had it written for my friend uh, Eight the Chosen One was going to play Anton LaVey. Like, I wrote it it as this Anton LaVey character. So he dropped out for religious reasons. Oh, boy. And and I I wrote the script around him because he actually looks like the guy. He looks like Anton LaVey, and I'm like, I can't make this movie without him. So... I started talking to another actor, uh, Jason Crow. He's he's from out of town. He's in a lot of indie stuff. He's a really nice guy and a really great actor. And he was into it, but there was one small thing that just wasn't working for me. He's got long hair, and I wanted the character to be bald because Anton LaVey's bald and bald. It's how he looks, and he just he wouldn't shave his head. So I was like, ah, it's just not going to work. So then I started talking to another actor um, named Slake Counts, which is a, an actor I worked with. On my movie Joe vampire um, I worked on a stage show with him called splatter theater uh, cannibal claws and a, a couple other things really great guy and another amazing actor and his mom got really sick and he had to go take care of her and it was great right when I was putting the project together and, and, and he dropped out so I got to the point where I, you know I'm like well I've already got other people on board I've got locations set up like I, I got to get someone in the hot seat And I even debated whether I should do it I'm like well I know the scripts I'm not my favorite actor that I would want, but I, I need to do it. And and then for some reason my my buddy that I've worked with a hundred times, Bob Glaser, mm. you know, he popped my head and he was a little older than what I wanted. You know, Bob's an older guy.
0: I would have shaved my head. I actually, I shaved head like once we ago. got <laughs> we
1: colored his beard in and he he was honestly the, I w- I should have made that choice. He was the best guy for the job. Like nice. he just he had the look. And it just, you know, because he's older, it just gave it a certain kind of feel. And, and he, uh, he knocked it out of the park. He did a really good job. Very nice. So
0: very nice happy
1: with his performance. I hope he is. Uh, and then that was Satan Lives. Satan Lives, The Rise of the Illuminati Hottie So once 8 dropped out, I altered the script and, you know, added the Rise of the Illuminati Hottie So I, I kind of shifted some stuff around and moved some stuff around and, and, and changed the story. And it centers more around... Um, the two female leads in the movie, played by Sushi and uh, Jessa Flux, that we that we flew in from out of town, mm-hmm. um, and Bob is kind of interwoven into their story. Hmm. So it's really it's 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 one of those movies I think people are gonna watch, and they're probably not even gonna know what happened. Is it campy? It's 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 really. I mean, no, it, I know it, my it,
0: character is campy.
1: So what <laughs> I was what I was going for on this one. And this is a really hard thing to do because you usually you can't do it. It's one of those things that happens. I was going for so bad, it's good. So I just wrote ridiculous stuff that almost Chris is going to hate it because he's always trying to make sense out of things. It doesn't make sense. Like the movie does not make sense. But then
0: again, he doesn't like movies with like deep stories and deep cuts. So <laughs> so he's a very simple yeah. <laughs> story movie type of person. So I, I'm going to make sense. So I don't know. I don't know. Simple, I mean, the audience sense.
1: that I have that, that likes a lot of my stuff, I mean, I think they'll like it because I mean, there's nudity, there's gore, there's a strip club, there's yeah, you know, there's there's fun things. So I, I think my crowd will dig it, but the average viewer will probably watch it and not understand it and and think it, it. So also too, we're 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 making it shot on video, like it's gonna have the shot on video look, and that's a really smaller crowd too. That a lot of people watch, They're like why would they want it to look degraded? You know, it should be in HD and da da. da. I want it to look like it was shot on a home video camera. Yeah. So you know that's that's
0: what we're doing. What what was the thought behind
1: that? Um, I like those kinds of movies, and plus the movie is set in 1992, and it's about two documentary filmmakers. So that's the equipment they would have had. Yeah, sure. yeah. yeah. So that's why you, you know gotcha. we wanted to look that way.
0: Interesting. Look at you looking, thinking so. in depth, and thinking like uh, <laughs> to be period. Um, regular our period uh, stuff right right
1: with that being said and i'll just i'll put it out here now and i'm going to be talking about it more and nobody believes me um and (laughs) it probably isn't but i'll say this this is my last movie for a while it's the last movie i want to make for a while and i'm still working on a couple people's projects but as far as directing producing my own project um it's it's, you know, it's coming to a close and it's not because, Oh man, I hate it. I hate making movies and stuff like that. It's at the end of the day, I hate to really say it. It boils down to money. You know, I put these projects together, you know, for, I use my, I fund them. I put them together for a couple thousand dollars and they only bring in a couple thousand dollars. And I've done this, this is my 13th movie. I've done this 13 times and you just, you just get kind of burnt out on it. So rather than just keep pushing that, yeah, I'd rather just step away for a while, you know, kind of see what happens in the industry, see where things are and then when I'm, you know, I'm excited about it again like I was in the beginning, then then it'll be time to come back.
2: So like me, I took 5 years off.
0: Yeah. And and, and
1: you know, I'm you're Mr. like go. Sean,
0: I want to make this, I want to do this and I'm like I'm, I'm not to go. Not into it. Hey Chris, what's the over under that he's going to call you with an idea? in the next six months about a movie. In the next
2: six months? Yep. I'm going to say the next three weeks. I, mean,
0: <laughs> I
1: mean, the, the difference is not, I mean,
0: I've said, I've said it a few times, like, this is my last movie, but did
1: I've always did. had, like, things in the back burner. Something's going to pop in
2: do. his head. Yeah. I don't big, have like,
1: anything in the back burner. Like, there's I've done just about everything I want. You know what I want to do? I want a big budget, is what I
0: want. Everyone wants a big budget. Yeah,
1: like, give me that, and then I'll be excited again.
0: Well, what, what would your thought of a story for a big budget? I mean, a big budget
1: to me isn't even that much. I tried to What's raise... What's a big budget? Well, like I said, a big budget to me, I don't think is that much. I tried to raise $10,000 for Naked Cannibal Campers 2. Yep. And that was one of our more popular movies. And Chris and I thought this was, you know, in Slam the bag. Dumb. Like, there should be no problem. Yeah. And, and we had, um, you know, we had Felicia Rose on board. We had Sushi on board. We had some other people attached to it, and they were all excited about it. You know, and it, that was a pretty successful project for us. And we launched the campaign, and we, we gave it our all, and we just fell short. And and I was, and I told Chris, I'm like, look, I'm not touching this movie for less than ten grand because, again, I'll be like, you know, I'll be shortchanging what I want to do, you know. And it's not that like I just I want ten grand, I have ten grand. I needed ten thousand dollars to make that movie that we wanted to make for that specific script. For that exactly, like that's how I wrote yeah. it. And I've seen other guys do pre-campaigns. And it's like they – it just happens, and I'm like, what am I doing wrong? And and some of them – you know, I, like I said, I've made 13 movies. It's like their first or second movie, and they'll just bring in, like, 30, 40 grand. And I'm like, what What am I doing wrong here, you yeah. know? Well, what do you use to, to advertise? Facebook? I mean, all the, you know, social media platforms, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, I do a MailChimp. Um, you know, when I'm doing conventions, I, I tell the people about it. Um, And I mean, I have a, you know, I have a small audience that, you know, always donates every campaign and, and they donated to that one. And I think the problem is there's probably people out there that would be interested and like, you know, one of my films, but they just don't know about it,
0: you know,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and that's, that's the challenge.
2: That's where she is trying to get a reach. Like, I think of of all the people in the world that like those kinds of movies, we've probably hit like half a percent of them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And the trick is to, you know get 20 30 percent of those people in our how back big of a, how big of a
0: audience do you think it is like what, oh I know what
1: it is I, I mean
0: well, so I, I'm I, asking I, specifically' had <laughs> well, this I've had, this,
1: I've had like... this conversation with Chris so I've been doing it now I think for about 12 years yeah and you know we've had some people that come and go yep. we've had some people that stick with us and then gradually there's new people that trickle in so when I do one of these Indiegogos, this is the best way to gauge it I have about 50 to 60 people that buy whatever I make. Whatever it is, guaranteed they buy it. Yep. Okay? Then I have about 300 people that are kind of sometimes. And then as far as how many people have actually seen my movies, a few thousand. You know, low thousands have actually seen one of my movies. So that's really, that's my audience. You know, a couple thousand people even know
2: or aware of what so, I've so done. So what
0: do you think the potential is for that particular... Well, I know the there's it's, hundreds I, of
2: thousands of people out there that like this kind of movie. Yeah. Um, what, what, are the, it's just what, a, what are they on? What are they... Got some, I have to bring...
1: So we got... So this is the Naked Cannibal Campers. This is the Blu-ray. Um, I was in that. <laughs> Tony was, this is, Tony's head was in so, it. So the one thing that's, I think, different about my movies than your mainstream horror movie is my movies have a tendency to have an excess amount of gore and an excess amount of nudity and usually together. Yeah. And um, I like it because I'm, I'm so desensitized to horror. I've been watching horror movies since I was four years old. So for me, this is normal, but for the average Joe that would see right. something like this and they would think I'm a psycho. Here's the thing. Like yeah. how
2: many times yeah. does somebody like someone would, uh, make a movie called Naked Something, okay? Naked Girls on Chairs, okay? Right. <laughs> so you're going to expect to see what? Naked, naked girls, girls on Chairs, on chairs right? right? Yep. But you end up renting the movie and you're watching it and there's like no nudity at all in this movie. That's The difference before. is we deliver. Yeah. Like we There, call it naked cannibal cannibals. Cannibals. there <laughs> are naked cannibals in this movie, like a lot. There's no there's one that said, well, they
1: didn't deliver on I mean, I think they're naked more than they have clothes.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I like so see. movies uh, all the time. I think that, that title expecting.
1: hits the nail on the butt. Right. And then, right. I mean, no, even fair. *Died Delta Pie*, which is a little more mainstream, but for um, for what it is, it's it's more graphic than a mainstream movie. Yeah. I, I still haven't watched that one. I haven't. Had That's time one before. of our. This, so th- I mean, this is our most popular. This one. isn't Chris Leto's biggest budget, but this is my biggest budget movie. And, and when I made this, you know, at that point, I was like, all right. Next thing I do, I want a bigger budget, and everything gradually just went down. Yeah. You know, after that. Um, with that being said, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm happy about this, and this one's probably this one's reached the most people out of anything we've done. You know, it just it came out at the right time. You know, we got a when DVDs were more popular, we were in Meyer stores. Um, uh, yeah, I think they, we were had, a, they F- had a F- Halloween store. display that
2: they were the Halloween and
1: Meyer's not here in Florida which sucked because we you know Chris one of Chris's goals is he wants to go to the actual store and hold the movie and be like hey I'm in the store so it did reach some stores it was in fries and um, FYE mm-hmm. um, I didn't Chris, know they were still around well this is back in well, 2012 they, they, just opened uh, it, okay. yeah.
2: they just opened the FYE it's so weird we've been at one of those now they just opened it at Citrus Park it's
1: so weird now it's it's Almost no physical media and, like, yeah. it's pop. Oh, that's okay. Like, how do they yeah. still have those? It's all record albums. Because it, it's other stuff. It, it's almost like Spencer's. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's everything else. That's they have related. some DVDs, but it's a lot of clothes and action figures.
2: Right. And, uh, they have a ton of vinyl, um, a lot of anime stuff, yeah. you know, shit like that. Like basically a, pop culture store, basically. So while stuff. we're
1: talking movies still, oh. so this is Dead Resonance. I mean, that so, too. You want this is well. This is where we met, Tony. Yeah. Um, he, uh, I think he, he tried out for the lead, and for one reason or another, we didn't, we didn't want him as the lead. So we gave him a small part, and then he actually was, uh, he was part of the crew. And he well, we wanted him.
2: Tony to be more on the crew side of things.
1: Right,
0: right, right. But I think he wanted. They said
2: I had a face for radio. Yeah. So I just you had it. a face for behind the.
0: camera.
1: And I mean, you were there, and, and um, so this Set my head's sitting right there. So this is the first time Chris and I had ever made a found footage movie, and and at the time. You know, found footage kind of it had it kind of came and went, but it was still, you know, still popular. So we thought we really had a chance with this movie. And this movie, it did okay. You know, it, it um a lot. Uh, the funny thing about it, everyone likes it more than me and Chris. Right. Yep. <laughs> you know, and I think the problem is we just don't like found footage. Yeah. And uh, it's a niche. It's a niche. And this one, we tried to make more mainstream. Like it's it's probably my least graphic movie, and it, it got on more platforms because of that. And that yep. was kind of the goal with it. So right. so a lot of people. They discover my movies from this movie, which is interesting. They'll like, okay, and then they'll watch something else. They're like, whoa, 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 that's not what I expected. Whoa, expecting. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then even um you know, more recently, I mean, this is not the well, before Cheerleader Superstar, this is the last feature Chris and I made. And this is uh this is a pulp fiction uh that's the last one we did before Cheerleader? I mean, we did the sushi's uh you uh, know, yeah. I would count, I, I wouldn't finish. call that a movie. I mean, this is the movie yeah. movie. Um, so this one, I was, I was playing golf one day and, uh, I had like, my, uh, phone was playing movie tunes and it started to play the, the theme for reservoir dogs, the, Uh you know, and it just, it got like, uh, just Quentin Tarantino in my head. And and I've always, you know, I like a lot of his stuff and it just, it hit me. It just, I don't know, it hit me. I'm like, I got it. And I literally called Chris in the golf score golf course. And I was like, how about a movie about, Maynard and uh what's the other character? Zed. Zed. Duh. Uh <laughs> womp, womp, and wah. they're in the pawn shop and they're luring people in and they're killing them and they're taking their money. It's basically the the whole movie centers around them and we we make it a horror movie. You know, we change their names, we change some stuff so we get away with it. And Chris so what I what at the beginning of the conversation I I said to him, I was like, This is the best idea for a movie I've ever had. And I told him about it and he said the same thing. Like, we both thought this was the best idea we ever had. With that being said, the movie was not a fail, but it did okay.
0: Yeah. I, I I would I would figure that uh, I'm in that movie too. Just for the budget. I I just wanted to say that like I'm surprised that one doesn't get more attention just by the yeah. name of it. Well, so
2: funny. Well, it uh, hasn't even like it hasn't really, really got been out released. Yet. Like we just got it on. To, to, I just
1: got contact. Well, it's not even there yet. It's gonna take a month.
2: Well, that's on Plex. It's on it's Plex. It's on
1: Plex. It's on a couple of streaming platforms, and it's it's a gonna hit Tubi at the end of the month. So it really hasn't even gotten out there yet, but I so my um, my aggregator told me he's like I think this is going to do really well yeah. cuz people know like you look at that cover, cover, oh yeah. You, like you know what that is. Right. Yeah. You know, and Tarantino's got a big following, so um, we'll see what happens, you know. Yeah, we will. I mean, I'm not a Tarantino. Guy. I know you're not, but <laughs> a lot of people are me and Chris are, well, I know. and that's why and I think like Chris was uh, briefly touching on for what we did for the budget we made, that I think that that is our lowest budget for me and him putting a movie together. Says a lot. We really got we really got a lot of stuff in there, and we got a lot of Easter eggs.
2: Yeah, oh, man, that know. thing's full of pulp fiction. Yeah, like me and him and were just
1: you know spitballing back, back and, and forth. And the whole like we we had I had fun making that. I had fun writing it with It, oh, it was I had fun. Making fun. It. it was definitely fun. It was it was it and was it was it was, like, was, it was like
2: when we were writing, it was like Sean would write a scene, then I would write a scene, then Sean would write a scene, I would write a scene, and it was like it just. The way it all came together, I don't know, it's was pretty cool. Yeah. And, and, and then we built a pawn shop. My dad had a, a listing. He's a realtor. He had a listing of, for a building. And he, the people said, yeah, you can use it to shoot your movie. And so we basically built a pawn shop out of just shit that we have laying around. <laughs> you, we literally
1: said, I'm like, okay, what junk do you have lying around? I'm like, okay, I got a football, a baseball bat, some tapes, some CDs. And Chris like, okay, I got uh, some stuffed animals, some books. I was like, all right. you have a shelf? He's like, yeah, I got a shelf too. I was like, all right, we'll bring all this stuff here. We just one day, I think we built the yeah. shop. We you found
2: know. a dis- couple display cabinets. Those were We broke our back. Yeah, <laughs> <pulling into the laughs> that inventory. was. I mean, that's
1: what makes the
2: right. We had to have it.
1: Um, and given, I mean, it's a little barren, but considering, I mean, that shop was built for no money. Like,
2: I think we spent like fifty, 50 bucks, bucks on the shelf on the display yeah. cases, was it. Everything else was just Everything our was just and um,
1: Everyone worked really cheap. Because like, we told people, like, look, we don't have a lot of money for this movie. So everyone, I think everyone, not that we pay a lot anyway, but everyone True. worked <laughs> <Large>. for less. <laughs> yeah. And one thing that saved us, too, so there was this sandwich shop right down the street. West and Tampa. for some reason, they're in, like, the Bermuda Triangle. They're still, like, stuck in the 80s. They sell these Cuban sandwiches for, like, $4. Like, these foot. and I'm like... You can't buy that anywhere. I wonder if a place I just ate there last week. <laughs> <laughs> Are they still cheap?
2: Oh yeah. It was like five dollars. It's so I don't dinner. know
1: how they stay in business.
2: I don't either. I Amazing. guess because of quantity. So yeah, so we were we had we basically just got lunch for everybody yeah. from that place and we were spending like thirty. Yeah, I think I think on like the three like $30. fifty bucks fed like twenty people. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. So it we, we just day stayed day out on a lot of stuff. We got lucky. It was a oh, three day shoot. We shot over how um, many? Five. Five day five days. I was gonna say I was there for two of them. One day
1: at my house. Okay, so it was one so day my at my the house, for then four. three days, and then we had a pickup day. So we had a pickup day. So five. And so five days. So naked cannibal campers going back to that. So Chris, Chris and I have been making movies for a while, and like on Delta Pie, I think that was a 12, 13 day shoot. Things were just different than yeah, A we lot were just more people. We just on
2: weekends too back then. We would then.
1: just shoot on weekends. So a lot more people would work for free or no money and credits. It's the scenes kind of independent scene here has kind of changed a little bit. Like no money, oh I'm out. Yeah. So, so we do pay, and then you know sometimes it's not a lot. So the way we have our movies structured, they got to be shot in five days because it's We usually have about a three thousand dollar budget, and that's what it pays for. You know, yeah. we got five days to make it happen. Yeah. So. It's true. Um. And, and I mean I do like the the pace. Like so it's funny we had a we had a DP on um on Cheerleader Sleepover Slaughter Tanner Han, which worked with us on Dead Residence. Really nice guy, a yeah. really talented DP. And you know, Chris and I knew what we were getting into, but I think this guy is just used to like, you know, taking an hour and a half more to pace. set up a shot. And you know, I'm like, Chris and I are like, no, camera rolling, extra there, go. And they got it.
2: Got I can't. A, I can't they got stand sitting around. I, I don't
1: like that. For either.
0: hours, just while nothing's I'm like, going on. I hate that shit. And, well, what are you guys gonna do with a bigger budget then? Because with
1: a bigger budget, we would take more time. But there's no, you know, that's the thing. It's not like we don't necessarily. Chris and I. We know our formula. Like we're we're the best at making our movies. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know. So we're not like being dicks or, or trying to shortchange us. We know what we have to do and how we have. To, like today, we got to shoot. I thought we got four hours. Yeah. We know exactly what we're gonna do. And you know what? It's not gonna be perfect, but we've we've we always seem to get better. Like in our like we we, we do it so much. It's just like anything. It's like like a, playing baseball. Yeah, it's just like you get better repetition at it. Yeah. over you know? and over. It's like we do we,
2: the same thing over and over you know? and over. We're just getting better and more efficient at it basically. Yeah, and I mean his, his
1: newest movie, I think it looks great. You know, the sound is the, the technical aspects of that movie for a movie that was made on the budget it was made, as and quickly it was days. made. <laughs> I don't know too many people who could have pulled that off.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We shot it in four fucking days. Like yeah. that's well just, we had one pickup day. Yeah one
0: pickup day. <laughs> So five again five amazing. days. Um and you do you did you edit that on
2: uh Da Vinci? Uh we used both Da Vinci and Adobe. Um how did that work? It was great. Um, so, Tanner Tanner took all the footage, went into DaVinci, color graded every clip that we shot. Yep. Yeah. Sent it to me. I put it in Adobe, edited it, put it all together, sent it back to Tanner to do the score. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tanner cleaned up all the audio and everything. Um, Tanner did the score and um, kind of touched things up, I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, rearranged some things and. Some weird stuff that was edited weird or whatever you fixed out. Um, he put the score in and then because I think the color grading looks great. Put the sound effects. You know, he did a he did the old school Alfred Hitchcock like stabbing a watermelon shit like that. Um, oh yeah. Full, yeah. It, yeah. So he said he spent a whole day just hacking up vegetables and <laughs> shit. <laughs> I would like celery's
1: um, good for breaking bones. Yeah.
2: yeah. So it was kind of a team effort and. Um, you know, I owe that guy a lot, man. Like he didn't get paid a whole lot of money. Yeah. And uh, you know, he's a sometimes good, we do he's it for the passion dude, though, of the, fil- the film. Of the industry. Yeah. And that, I think even a little bit of money that was. he did get, he was like, no, man. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we, you know, we, uh, I, I went to pay him something. I can't. Oh, it's after the the reshoot. Right. I went to give him money, and he was like, no, man. I'm like Tanner, take the money, please. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I'm not doing it for the money. Like I didn't. I, I'm not doing this for the money. And I said, "You will make me feel so much better if you take this money." Yeah, like that, that. guy busted his ass. Yeah, man. he worked his ass. off. I mean, he just beat cancer also. um yeah. Maybe six months before yeah, he started he was shooting. Just coming back to normal. And we just broke his ass for four days. I was worried about him. Like I was kind of worried of like about it. I was looking at him a couple times. And I was like, "Oh shit." He never ate that much too. Cause he didn't. Like we, he, like, he did He like, didn't a like, dread,
1: uh, you know, time to eat like he was like he wasn't no
2: he kept drinking uh I brought a Mountain Dew um, some new flavor of Mountain Dew and I thought it tasted like shit but he was drinking the shit out of those things so <laughs> I, I can't guess, get them going. I guess it was keeping that sugar rush
0: going the last time I had Mountain Dew is when I was like playing video games like in, in our... a basement when I was like 15 <laughs> that was the last time I played yeah baseball. I've never been a yeah, big but... Mountain Dew guy well, that's the, I, I, for some reason it, they marketed Mountain Dew to gamers. Yeah, like so. It's got caffeine. It's got all the DJ, caffeine. You know. But i but i I was a big Pepsi drinker. I, I haven't actually had market, soda in like a year. I think they market
2: to the younger crowd too. Yeah. Skateboarders and
0: stuff. Yeah.
2: shit rots your oh, teeth, man.
0: Oh yeah, I, I haven't I don't drink soda anymore. I haven't drank soda in like almost a year now. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. I drink nothing but coffee or water. I mean. I, I coffee. I can't get rid of. I'll
2: never I'm get a, rid of that. I'm a tea junkie, man. I drink really. Tea like I do I love like tea.
1: I drink three things: water, club soda, beer.
2: Yeah. Water, what kind of beer? Club soda. I'm, beer.
1: I'm, I'm. I'm. So, I am not a beer snob. I like
2: Budweiser, Inglee. Like. <laughs>
1: PBR, like all those like funny, you know. Like, like I like gingham. I've, I've had I've, I, it's I, real popular now, like the IPAs. That tastes like a bottle of cologne to me. <laughs> well, I don't know how people like that. They're like, oh, hey, try this new IPA. I'm like, no thanks. Yeah. I'm like, give me uh, a Michelob Ultra, a Miller Lite. Like I like just a yeah. standard regular beer.
2: Yeah, I like uh, Newcastle a lot. Oh yeah, I like That's new- not bad. I like Killian's Irish Red mm. if it's really cold. Yeah. And you like you like I that, like um, Orsteiner, which is a German Dosekis. ale. I've never had Dos yes, Equis. Yes, you did. did when did I have Dos Equis?
1: Dude, we had a party. We had a Delta Pi party. Oh, uh,
2: yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And, and so Chris, okay, so for the right, Chris is not a drinker at all. Yeah, I don't drink. Like, and when he does drink, he's like one, two beers max.
2: I can't tell you the last time I had a beer. Probably at that party. Me too. It might have been.
1: Yeah. And wow. and I remember you, because t- I was like, okay, I'm bringing beer to this party. What do you like? He's like, well, if I do drink beer, I like Dos Equis. You know, I'm like, okay, so I pick some up. And you were like, that's the only beer I like All right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he even, you don't
2: even remember. Uh, Michelob Ultra, I'll drink that, but yeah. for the cheap shit. But yeah. I don't know. I just don't. I haven't. I think the last time I've drank a beer was like when me and Don first started dating, and right. that was like six years ago. So, <laughs> so she um, she much of a drinker. She'll drink wine here wine, and there, yeah. but she. We went yeah, we went man. to Chili's the other night with my mom and Charlie, and she drank. Um, she's like, I want to get a strawberry margarita. I'm like, okay, so let's go to Chili's. So we go to Chili's and ask my mom if they want to come, and she drank. You know they give you in the big shaker, so she drank a whole one, and then my mom was like took a sip. She was like, wow, this is really good. And so we were like, get another one, split it, you know. And so my mom doesn't drink, and she had like three sips, and then poured the rest in Don's thing, and she was Don was like, fuck. <laughs> so the next day she wasn't feeling too hot. She was kind of like, I am never drinking ever again. Oh and yeah. she only had like That's two margaritas. <laughs>
1: Until like next weekend, you like, oh, yeah, okay.
2: But once in a that? while, she'll get a margarita, but yeah. and wine maybe a glass a week. I mean, not much. Um, but yeah, we don't really drink a whole lot. I don't like the way I feel when I'm buzzing. And I yeah. Don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, I haven't had a drink probably almost two years now. I haven't. I you got, work at a bar. I know. That's amazing. I know. Most bartenders are like junk. Oh, you yeah, drunk.
1: I worked in a bar for fourteen years, and I like there was times where I drank a lot, and then because I started hating the customers, how annoying they were. Like, I want to like, well, I don't want to be like them. So I think I quit drinking for 15 months and everyone around me was like, like, you know, like against like you you're not going to be able to do that. I'm like, no. And I'm very, um, when I like want to do something like minded. it happens, Yeah. yeah. but everyone's just, like doubting me. I'm like, no man, I was like, I don't think I want to drink anymore. I, I made it 15 months and, uh, it, I got fatter. Because I would drink more soda. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, because I like I, I replaced beer with that. You know. So, so now I'm like, I mean, I drink here and there on the weekends. I'm not like, you know, I mean, in my 20s, I partied a lot more, but now it's just like, yeah.
2: Yeah. till you get in your 50s, you're like, <laughs> what's well, painful? Yeah, now. I just want to pretty painful. much watch yeah. TV.
1: Hangover lasts and... like three days. Like, yes. No, I remember no. when Hangover was one day, and now it's like it's a three-day process. Well, well it
2: used like, to be like
0: a couple hours. Like you, you wake up. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, like slowly, you're your right. toilet you're like, by like noon, it's gone. And then by lunchtime, you're like, okay, yeah. where are we go? You get into
1: your like <laughs> 40s or even late 30s, it's like a two, three day process now. Like, yeah,
0: it's, it's brutal. It's not worth it. Like, wh- why, why do that to ourselves now? Yeah, I'm
1: feeling
0: it. I mean, I, I, I work and um, I see all these older people. Like, how, how are you doing this? They're alcoholics.
2: Yep. If it's, you do it enough, it's amazing how many people you like live to, it. to be drunk. Like, it's all they want to do is get drunk.
1: Again, like, I mean, you work at a bar. I worked at a bar. I mean, we had regulars, and that's yep. that's,
2: all they do. that's yeah. what they
1: do. They're just
0: they
2: live. you know, when... when but do uh, they not get
0: hungover? Like, do they not get that They daily? just keep drinking?
2: <laughs> Before I met Don, I was on, you know, I was dating on uh, uh, dating sites or whatever. Uh,
0: of dating apps, or yeah. whatever.
2: And um, so I was going on maybe two or three dates a week. Wow. And... All these girls, that's all they wanted to do was just drink, yeah. and I'm yeah. just like,
1: I just, I'm at the point in my life yeah. where I want to travel more. I mean, there's a lot of things I want to see, and you know, just sitting around all day getting drunk is just not what I'm. Yeah,
0: you know,
1: that's Let's not see. that's not the focus of my. Family, yeah, right. You
0: know, it's a, yeah, it's not a like,
1: I it's mean, not a healthy
0: thing to be doing anyway. Like, unfortunately, that's the new that I mean, that's the thing to do on dates is to go out. Let's go have a drink and like. Yeah, like I get mean, to I know each other. That, right? But I'm, I'm not gonna get wasted.
2: Yeah. You know, Even Bo, the Bo the other day was like, "Hey, I think you're gonna date Tuesday when I get back home." And so he, he, uh, I said, "What are you gonna do?" He goes, "I'll eh, we'll probably just go to a bar." <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. Like there's, there's no thought process. I mean, I guess because it's just easy. Bar.
1: You know and it's like I and mean, it gives you an opportunity to talk to said person yeah, without
2: having to buy a whole dinner, and,
1: but exactly without <laughs> buying a whole dinner. I remember one I time used to go
2: out there, with ice cream. I would you, you ask you, Hey, you want to go to ice cream? I thought that was kind cream. of goofy,
1: but I'm like, That's not bad. It's like you what? know, and it's cheaper Drop than a whole eight meal. bucks.
0: Like, and I'm yeah. from Jersey. We used to go on the boardwalk. Let's go, let's go walk on the boardwalk. Yeah, let's, I mean, let's, the thing let's is, go Florida, play some ball. Walk
1: around anywhere. Yeah, you got to do stuff indoors. Yeah, this time of
2: year. Yeah, I met a girl in down by Channel Side, what's a Riverwalk? and uh. But that was in like January, I think. So it was nice and cool. But yeah, that's hard, like finding things, things to do. do on a first date. So yeah, I've done movies a bar. On,
1: a, on a date. That's not
0: a that's great, not great thing to do because you don't like yeah. talk to the person. You, you know. Just
2: sit there. Yeah. And then you're right. trying to watch the movie, and they're talking. I'm like, shut up, Max, do like a <laughs> thing to It do is whatever. good to do the yawn move though. Uh, <laughs> we haven't done that since fifth grade. <laughs> 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 put, your, put your penis in the bottom of the popcorn. Like uh, uh, Who buys diner, that popcorn? Diner. Diner. Yeah, uh, Mickey, Mickey Roar. Who Back buys that popcorn? Mickey Roar. Popcorn's know, like 15 I bucks. Know. I know. What happened to, what happened to Mickey Roar? You Roark? just spent $15 on popcorn and you're putting your dick in it? <laughs> <laughs> Back then popcorn was three bucks, oh, I think bucks, we just man. got flagged. <laughs>
1: Dude, you go to the movies. That's another, I love going to the movies. And, you know... Just as a single guy going to the movies, it's creepy. <laughs> That's not what I was gonna say. You know, the ticket is around fifteen dollars. Yep. You know, and I like getting popcorn and coke. That's another 15 yeah, that dollars. 30, thirty bucks in. Bucks, I'm dropping thirty five. You know, plus gas. Let's say let's let's rope gas in there. It's like a forty dollars an hour from everything. Thing. I keep telling you, <laughs> to go to the movies. <laughs> I know, but I'm so it feels. I, it makes sense. It Did- makes monetary but like I feel like. If I do it, then I won't – it's like having a gym membership and then not going.
0: You know? Yeah. I feel like that's what's going to happen. Do, do you go to that river? Uh, Riverview? Uh, yes. It's,
1: that's, that's where – when I go, that's where. Have you ever been to that
0: one? Uh, I drive by. I used to have the JVX. It's cool, man. Yeah. It's it, nice. It's, it's big, too. I, yeah. Like, I haven't been inside, but I I, I don't – actually, I haven't been to the theaters since before COVID. Like, I just haven't really – I go to a lot of movies,
1: man. I'm, I'm in
0: the yeah. movies, if not
1: every week, every two weeks. What, like, what, I, what's the newest the movie that you went, You just saw? Black Phone all that um i liked it me and chris yeah. talked about it. he didn't like it I, I really liked it i thought it was cool it was inventive i liked ethan Hawke's character yeah. i like the uh the other actors in it i like the soundtrack i like the overall look i like the story um you know i give it an eight out of ten and i Ooh, thought it was like it was cool.
2: six out of ten
1: <laughs> chris didn't like it so funny story chris mm-hmm. and i rarely agree on movies same you know yeah like and he's told me about you i i so, <laughs> I'm very, like, black and white, A and B. So, like, to have a third, like, I think you and me wouldn't agree on movies either. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, you're, like, you were, like, in another dimension. Like, <laughs> he's told me about the kind of stuff that you like, and I'm, like, I don't think I like that kind of stuff either.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I like to, like, open my mind when I'm watching. Like, I like I, I, don't, I like to not think when I, I want. Like, I like sit attention there to detail. And, yeah, like, I'm, like, well. Yeah, I don't think she about it. Yeah, like, she just said that she doesn't do this, but then she just did I don't want to think – I mean I'm
1: thinking so much during the day. So for me, like watching movies, is like time to relax.
0: Yeah. You know, I want yeah. to just be like – I mean my, my type of relax, I just sit and do nothing. Literally just –
2: I'll no. sit at the beach
0: just like loaf. Like I
2: just don't to want to do at anything. At <laughs> I don't like
1: anything outside and yeah. I'm a vampire.
2: Yeah. Man. I'm the same. Yeah. If it wasn't for this podcast and making movies, I would never leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to leave the house ever. Yeah. When I leave the house, I like I can't wait to get back home. I mean,
1: you like sports? You like going to football games, baseball
2: games? Not anymore. No. I used to go to that shit all the time. You go to I mean, hockey I just, games indoors. I just don't go anymore.
1: Yeah. You, I mean, did, didn't you and your dad go to a lot of games? Yeah, we
2: used to go to Bucks games, hockey games, you, you and baseball games, games here and there. Yeah. Yeah,
0: you're like I've been there, and done that. Yeah. I it's can't so watch hockey like on just, TV.
2: I have to go. I have to go there live. Yeah, hockey's definitely better live, but so expensive and yeah, kind cool. of a hassle to go and parking and. You know, it's yeah. expensive. And I would take my kid, but he don't live here anymore. He lives in Orlando, so it's kind of... Yeah. Jaden doesn't really, like hockey? Jaden doesn't like sports, Yeah, period. he's not the
1: sporty guy? Nah. Yeah,
2: yeah he told me a, a few weeks ago, he's like, yeah, I'm really starting to like golf. I'm like, <laughs> like watching it? He's like, yeah. Oh, like, that's the worst sport in the <laughs> world to watch. Like, Why do you want to watch <laughs> golf?
0: watch uh, golf? I, I don't know. know. So like,
1: I play golf. Like, I got into golf right around COVID. Like, I'm, I, my dad's a big golfer, and he's like, Pushed golf on me my whole life, and naturally I pushed back. Like, then when COVID happened, there was nothing to do. Yep. So I mean, I think in 2020 I played golf every week, with, <laughs> and I would go to and I'd be talking to you. I'm like, yeah, hey, I'm at the USF golf course because I mean, it's, it's all you can do.
2: Sean's funny though. He called me one day and we were talking about golf, and I'm like, what did you? Uh, I said, what did you hit? And He's like, oh, I hit like a 72. I'm like, a 72. Holy shit. Like, that's fucking really good. That's professional numbers. And that was on nine holes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: And I'm like, i like,
1: like Randy Quaid oh in Kingpin when he's like, you know, I bowled, uh, you know, uh, a Was it 15 frames? 300 <laughs> 15 on like 18 frames. frames. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not, here's the thing, oh, I'm not, I mean, man. I've gotten better. I'm not, I'm not a good golfer at all. We should but go golfing. I um, we should go golfing. I enjoy, especially with friends. Like, it's, like I'm the kind of golfer. Like, I can't go with people that take it seriously. Oh yeah. No, because no. I'm not good enough. But like, if I'm with friends and we're having a good time and bullshitting, that uh, you know, and it's got to be the right like right now. I don't want to play golf. Yeah. Yeah. You it's it's got to be cool out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I just started playing golf probably. Two years ago. Okay, so that we'd
1: be a good, you know, hangout because I'm not that good.
0: Yeah, I'm, you know? I'm not that good, but yeah. but I'll uh, go with some friends. Yeah, like well, I I I did an assignment in um, Iowa, and literally all they w- had to do was play golf because it was just in the middle of nowhere, and they had golf, they like, five golf courses within like two miles. I was like, all right, well, get some playing yeah. golf on my
2: days off. I mean, that's how it was. And I literally 30, did it every 20, day. 20,
1: just, there was nothing, nothing was open, golf courses.
2: Yeah. What well, well, was outside. August, you what am I going to do? Yeah, I used to play like every Tuesday with guys from work. We were all off on the same day and we'd go. We'd play a different right. course. We got uh, the cancer card, which gives you like discounts on golf and stuff. And we yeah. hit like all these different courses. And it was fun, but it just got to a point where it's just like I wasn't David getting job. better. I didn't like it. It was too hot. Well, if I you weren't was, getting better, what, what were you trying to do to
0: improve? What, what were you just It's The thing was, I, I'm not going to go take <laughs> lessons
2: or yeah. anything like that. Ah, you know, frustrated. I was trying to correct shit myself. <laughs> and it was, either, it was either like my long game would be great, and my short game would suck, yeah. or my short game was great, and my long game would suck. I'm like, I'm just a like very I uneven. I couldn't get it yeah. together. And um, I don't know. It was just frustrating. But it's fun
1: to, to go with, with friends. I got into bowling
2: for a while too. Yeah, we used to
0: do uh, a bowling night for employees uh, of uh, where I work. We used to do a bowling night. And so to get more, I boost our morale... Um, so I coordinated a uh, employee bowling night every, every I don't think it was Monday nights. Right. And it went really well. It actually, like for like a year, like it was well, well,
1: showing up. Yeah. Yeah. I think
0: consistently we had over like and 10 And I'm not people. that great. I
1: mean, I'm, I'm probably better at bowling than golf, but I'm not like, you know, professional at that either. Yeah. yeah but I think it's easier
0: to get better at bowling the yeah. more you play
2: rather than golf yeah. because like, well, the thing with golf, it's, it's so mechanical that yeah. if you have one little thing off screws everything. You're fucked.
1: And I, you see me like – I think I had – like I showed Chris my swing. He's like, what's wrong? it's like, I can't keep my arm straight. I can't, <laughs> I can't do it. So I developed my own swing that works for me. Yeah. Like I get the ball where I want to, but everyone looks at me like, you look like a, a moron.
0: So <laughs> like, my, my swing is weird too because I, I was a baseball player, so I was slicing everything because right. of my baseball so, swing. Yeah. So now like when I go up, I have to go like this. To, to, to counteract the slice, so basically I cut the, the I cut the whole um, the, the rotation, right? So it doesn't over rotate. So now it's just like like this, like a, like a different like inside pitch, basically. But I have to like instead of go all the way around, I have to go like this to come come back down. So everyone
1: is better than Charles Barkley at golf. Oh. <laughs> have you ever seen
2: that? No, oh, <laughs>
1: Going, when he's we're done horrible. with this podcast yeah, I, he's I'll, I'll terrible. Pull up my phone.
2: terrible. He plays all the time and He terrible. loves it he
1: plays all the time so he'll he kind of I don't know how well he to be, So he'll come up and right when he's about to hit the ball, he just he stops and then he <laughs> hits it. I'm like, "What is the point of stopping?" Yeah. And then it's the weirdest thing in the world. He's like afraid to hit he's afraid ball. to follow through. Yeah. You
0: know? weird. Mm, very interesting. Yeah, it's strange. So now going back to *Naked Cannibal cameras, is there a
1: place to actually make a sequel now? I think Chris wants it more than me. I'm kind of honestly, I'm kind of over it. You know, we we had the campaign that failed. You know, I mean the script exists, and we we've talked we you know we talked several times about changing it and and changing the sequel. I mean we I mean if you're gonna ask me today like I'm not interested in it at all. Yeah. Um, but you know that might change next week. <laughs>
0: Uh, as I said, in three months, hey. Let's, I don't know. Let's do I mean, again, like, I mean,
1: here's the deal. If someone called me right now and said, hey, I got $10,000 for you, I want you to make that movie, I'd make it in a heartbeat. But that's really where it lies, you know, because I mean, I'd have to put up the budget, and I just, I'm just not, that's not where I want to be,
0: you know? Yeah. Hmm. So, so what do you think your best performing movie was? It was uh at Altapai?
1: Died at bit... has
0: reached the biggest audience
1: and probably, you know, I guess made... I mean, Diet at Pi Descort Service, and Naked Cannibal Campers are probably the most successful projects that I've directed. Mm. You know, I'm hoping this documentary actually reaches a decent yeah. audience because... This movie is basically, not just for me, it's it's an advertisement for me and all my friends that make movies here in the area. It's like, we talk about all our stuff, so. Yeah. Um, and the few people that have seen it that have gotten back to me have said, you know, there's a lot of things I didn't know about that I learned in this documentary. So I was like, that was the point. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I know you said you wanted to take some time off. Right. But you're going to be working on some Chris movies. Uh, Chris, what do you have
2: coming out? Uh, We got – I keep forgetting the fucking name. We got Death Blow in August. (laughs) We're shooting August 13th is the first day. I think I like the original title better. And then we got (laughs) – I'm talking to a guy now um, about producing producing his movie. Um, It's like a – it's called Body Farm, and it's like a sci-fi horror – Movie pretty much in one location. I, like think it's like, I think it's like 85% in one location. Oh, damn. And it's about like nanites that take over a body and it becomes like this hybrid killer thing. Nanobots? Nano, nanites. So There's going to be a lot of CG. Nanobites. I don't know. Little yeah, silver yeah, yeah, yeah. things. Um, yeah, yeah. There's going to be a little bit of CGI. Not a, not a whole lot. Um, but we're talking about, we're still kind of talking back and forth right now. Um, it's got a 20,000 budget for that. Mm. And we're going to be shooting that in December where it's going to be nice and cool. Yeah. But, uh, I need a location. I'm trying to find a warehouse, um, like in the middle of nowhere, basically. So that's going to be a tall task. But once I get back from my cruise, I'll kind of go full force on it.
0: A cruise during COVID.
2: Yeah, Yeah, man. (laughs) Well, we were supposed to go to Europe and I did not I, I, we were just too unsure about all the COVID stuff in Europe. Yeah. So we were like, let's just stay in the United States. So Alaska. We went there a couple years ago and loved it. So we're going back.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I've never been. I just I, – I, I'm, I'm, I'm
2: done with cold. Done with cold. I will. I don't want to – See, wanna,
1: I want to I be where
2: it's It's cold. not cold, man. It's like fucking perfect weather. It's going to be like 60 degrees. That's cold to a and lot of people. it's just clean air like it's just i don't know it was amazing that's so awesome i would definitely
1: want to check out alaska
2: yeah you okay. gotta
1: fly first
2: you fly to seattle and then we leave from seattle so we're spending we're, just, we're going out friday uh we're gonna spend the day in seattle and then the boat leaves on saturday at like i think a four i think it leaves yeah. so we're gonna spend the day in seattle probably go to pike's market get some comic book stores shit like that nerd
0: yep yeah. Uh, nerd go, <laughs> nerds go on, va- go on vacation to another location just it, to go to a comic it, book store it's weird
1: <laughs> so so nerds have like Revenge of the Nerds happened
0: yeah right.
1: you know like back in the day I mean I mean you're older than me you're a little bit younger than me you know nerds were the people that wore glasses and read comic books that were into computers those people are like the cool people like you know and the right. cool people were the jocks the guys that lift weights and Got all the girls. It's almost like it's shifted, it and the nerds like I'm like, what happened there? How did that happen?
2: Girls decided <laughs> the nerds are cool. And I see, I see like
1: so many times like these super hot chicks with these dorks, and I'm like, what did what did I do wrong?
0: Hey, fuck you, Glee. <laughs> it was because no. of Glee.
1: <laughs> and, but, I mean, you know, okay, so I was watching <laughs> I was watching Jaws three last night. I'm sorry. It's not good.
0: <laughs> no. but, so, what
1: I want there's a scene in the bar with like Leah Thompson and and Dennis Quaid and, and some other actors. And you know, these people, you know, that movie I think was like 83, 84, something like that. And so, these people, you know, they're in their mid 20s, early 30s. People just look different back then. Like, yeah. People were just like True. men just look more muscular. And like, it just seems like when I look at people in their 20s now, they look like children. Children. Like, <laughs> why, why did everyone get weak and 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 Scream. and now? I mean, we're living in the age where like everything offends somebody. Like, you can't say anything. Like back in the day, you know, you said something, someone might got offended. You know, they walked away or they got in a fight, and that was that. Now it's like, you said that. Oh, yeah. Social media, the police. Oh, we're gonna have a rally about it at six p.m. Like it's we're like like calm the, down. Like yeah. come on, man. And you gotta realize. We live in a world where everyone's different, everyone comes from a different path, and people are gonna have different opinions. That's just the way it is. You yeah. know, I don't yeah. I mean, there's some things that people say that I don't agree with.
2: At the end of the day I don't care though. Right. Like, the problem now is you know? everybody expects you to think like them. And this if you don't and if you don't, you're you're wrong and you're I'm unfriending you on Facebook. You're stupid, you're an outcast, you know, whatever. Yeah. And it's just so dumb. Like nobody's allowed to have their own opinion anymore. So, yeah. Whatever. Well don't worry about it. It it does suck. But that's the world we live in today. Yeah,
1: it'll change because, it, again, like what I was talking about in the past, now it's this, and 10 years will be something else. I don't ever remember know.
2: the country being like this divided, ever.
1: Yeah, mm. see that.
2: You got the Dems, you got the Republicans, then you got... The
1: vaxxers, the anti-vaxxers. You got, <laughs>
2: you know, all the different races, all the different, you know, you know abortion now, that's another thing now. That that's a big hot button right now. There's just like it seems like every week there's something different for to divide people, and I don't know. Well, thanks well, too because of, because
1: of social what. media, things are more accessible, accessible. more accessible. Like back in the day, yeah. like the news would happen, and you some people wouldn't find out about the next day. So you have more people ingesting all this news now and being a part live of it as it happens. And, you know, live so as it happens. There's yeah. more of a crowd now. You
0: know that more awareness. More yeah, exactly. More, more awareness. So. Yeah, I mean, like. With the whole abortion thing, like, that, I mean, that was the 14th Amendment. That, like, that was an amendment. Right. <laughs> like, and so what happens when the Dems get power in Supreme Court? What if they overload it and they go after n- number two now? Because now right. amendments aren't, aren't off the table anymore. Because now the yeah, guy people- I, I,
1: I'm so, like, I don't know anything about politics. Yeah, well, I didn't even know that you could change. I was like, okay, this is the way it is. That's the way it is. Well, like, amendments, I didn't even know you could change anything. You're like,
0: oh, okay. Amendments you know? are are changes to the Bill of Rights. That's why they're amendments. They're amended to oh, the Bill of Rights. to what I know. Um, but abortion – failed American uh, history. The right to privacy and, uh, and abortion was the 14th Amendment. That was ratified in 1973. Um, and then now – since now that's off the table – what what stops them from changing another amendment? Right, I think gay marriage is next. Yeah, it is. They're going to go. Well, he and point. they're trying to take away contraceptives. And it's like who the fuck cares? Right, the
2: contraceptives. Like if this guy likes people this are guy just, or this girl thing, likes you this take away
0: all the guns,
1: all the blow, all the booze, all the condoms. All you know what's going to happen? People are going to gonna... make their own shit. Right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and then, and <laughs> yeah. the thing is, like, if they take the guns away, guess who's going to have all the guns? The bad people. They're yeah. going to get guns them in the are black not market. Going like, just like they do people with are drugs, have guns. it's like cocaine's illegal, and guess who has cocaine? People get cocaine. Whoever wants it,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be found. Like you're not gonna you're these gonna, things that you already exist. Just because you're, you're not banned gonna go something
2: away. doesn't mean it's gonna no. go away. Yeah.
1: You know, look at look at marijuana. You know what's happening when you're like I remember I got only thing I've ever been arrested for. Me too. In 2001, 2001. I think it was 2001, 2002. Ybor City, I got arrested for publicly smoking marijuana. So I got six months probation. I had to go to a bunch of AA meetings, yada, yada, yada. So I had this...
0: Uh, Mine was 2001,
1: too. Yeah, funny. <laughs> I had this, uh, I guess, officer that dealt with my case, and, and once a week or once a month, I'd have to go meet with her. And, you know, we would talk mm-hmm. talk about stuff, and, and first thing you'd say, like, do you have any new charges? And I remember, like, kind of it kind of offended me, I guess, a little bit, because I'm like, I'm not a criminal. Like, no, I don't have any new fucking charges. Like, what right. do you think? I'm just out. But I guess a lot of people that commit crimes, or they constantly, you know, cold. this is my, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty good guy, like, I'm like, no, there's no new charges, like, I, I go to school, I go to work, I go to home, and that's it, you know, and I smoked some pot, and you caught me,
0: <laughs> you know, <laughs> like the rest of the so, world,
1: so, so, so she went on to say, you know, it'll never be legal, it'll never, have, you'll never, like, it'll never have this, 20 years later, look at what happened, right, yeah, you know, long. she didn't know what she was talking about, <laughs> nope. so, so now, yeah, if that had happened now, I don't even think, I would have got arrested.
2: Shit, I see people smoking all the time. Dude, Driving. So Driving I don't I don't street. smoke anymore. Like I used
1: to smoke a lot in my twenties and like I had a bad experience and anxiety whatever. So I haven't smoked in a long time. And like you know you how you hear like the, the phrase like, you know, the, the people that quit, like they're the like marrow like I smell it everywhere now and it like yeah. it, it gets on my nerves. Like, oh like it's just it smells gross to me. I'm like, I don't wanna smell that shit again, like Everyone's fucking smoking weed.
2: Everywhere. <laughs> Everybody. Every,
1: like, every, like, yeah. so many people are like, it's like, it's like a, a fucking epidemic. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, I'm Along like, I tattoos. almost kind of want, I'm like, dude, do that in your house. Do it in segregated areas. I don't want to be around it. Right. You know? That's how I feel about
2: Female it. Female tattoos is an epidemic, too. I love, so the other night, I'm I love mom. women with sleeves. The other, I other love night, it. I'm at my, um, my mom's and I get a text from my friend Andy, who's letting us use his house for the movie. And, he sent me pictures of all these – it was like a, a, a table or a shelf or something. It had all these action figures and stuff on it. And he just sent me the pictures. I go, where's that at? I said, like, that's cool. Where's that at? And he was like, oh, it's some place. It was a tattoo parlor. And I'm like, oh, what are you getting tatted up? And he sent me a picture, and it's a 17-year-old daughter getting tattooed. And I'm just like, fuck. I That was my reply. Oh, fuck. Fuck. <laughs>
1: So I'm not going to go cringy. in it. Like, a few of my close friends, I've told them about how I feel about it. But I got a lot of friends that are into that. And I don't want to piss anyone off. Yeah. Again, I don't want to offend anyone. But, um, yeah, that's all I'll say about that.
0: Like I love women with tattoos. Well, um, I can't say I agree with that. I that. love it. I don't know what it is. I just love it. Girls with sleeves? Love uh, it. Yeah. Love it. I don't have any tattoos at all. And I just love women with tattoos. Yeah, so well, opposites
1: attract, I guess. But I don't have any tattoos. And I don't. I'm not a fan. Eh, it's not for
0: everyone nope. with that being said ladies and gentlemen thank you for joining us a Killer Collab Podcast Sean Donahue thank you for joining us Chris Leto Reaper Films yeah. Tone Deaf in Florida Tony D see you next week you want some head want some head there's head <laughs>